Welcome to the Roxborough Church Podcast. For more resources and information, visit RoxboroughChurch.org. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. Church, how we doing? Come on, come on, come on. You got to wake somebody up. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Good morning, Roxborough Church. Hey, can y'all, can y'all hear this mic? Is it on? Is it on? Is it on? Good morning, good morning. I'm not sure. I'm not sure you got me live. Hey, 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 hey. See how that changed up? Hey, all right. Hey, everybody, I want to say this. Merry Christmas. It's here. Woo! It is here. And in case we don't see you on Christmas Eve, let me officially say to you, Merry Christmas. Thank you for spending this entire Advent season with us. And as we end Advent, as we, as we look to the coming of the Christ, and as we recognize that in just a couple of days, we're all going to gather with our friends and families and celebrate however our traditions allow, we know that today is a day when we're going to look forward to the love of Christ. And so I want to really encourage you to settle in here this morning. If you're visiting with us or you're new with us, uh, I want to let you know you're in for a special treat today. This morning's entire service will be conducted through music and song. And so I want you to just settle in, prepare your hearts, your minds, and worship with us and really just enjoy this time. And then I also want to let you know that we'll be meeting together on, uh, on Saturday night. On Friday night, on Friday night, yeah, I got to get my days straight out. On, fri- on Friday afternoon at 4.30, on Friday afternoon at 4.30, we'll be having our Christmas Eve service. So whatever you're planning to do, make sure you're planning to do that after around 5.30. Because from 4.30 to 5.30, we're hoping and planning that you'll be here with us so that we can celebrate Christmas together. Amen? Amen? Amen. All right. We got a lot going on in this service this morning, and uh, I want to go ahead and uh, pray for us. And then, uh, Scott, we open with a song after that. And then we have a song after that. And then right after that, really special time where we're going to welcome some people into the membership of the life of the church. So those of you who are at home with us, I want to encourage you to go ahead and bow your hearts and your mind and uh, just still yourself before God. Friends, would you join me in praying? Just simply quiet yourselves before God. God, we gather in your house. And we're excited for what you're doing. It's, it's so good to see friends and family who we haven't seen for a while. God, it's so good to, to be with people who we're with every week and multiple times a week. God, we recognize that you're up to something that is really, really special. So we talked about faith. And we talked about hope. And we talked about joy. And this morning as we settle our hearts before you, we are anticipating hearing about your love story for us the display of love that you have offered us. And as we prepare within our own families and traditions to celebrate Christmas, we anticipate the greatest display of love that you willingly sent your son to invade time and space, laying in a manger that that he would be the savior of all. Lord, what a gift. Allow us to be reflective of that love 
in the way that we respond to you, in the way that we respond to one another, in the things that we declare, in the way that we welcome people into the family of the church, and even, Lord God, in the way that we go from this place when this is all over and communicate the good news of the gospel everywhere we go. Jesus, we welcome you both here and in the depths of who we are, that you would hear us say, we love you in response to the love we've learned from you. Church, together, let's worship the Lord. Amen. Amen. Let's stand and worship the Lord in song. Here I am to bow 
I am super excited for all that God is going to do in, in the midst of this hour of worship. And I, uh, I know that the, the, uh, the band and our worship team has been preparing long for the cantata portion of this service. And I am very excited about that, Scott. Very excited about that. Thank you. But there are a few things that happen in an hour of worship that bring me greater joy than what's about to happen now. And I want to uh, share with you that for the last number of weeks, we've been meeting together with a handful of folks from our church who have been visiting with us for a while, some of them for longer than others. And uh, we offered, uh, at the beginning of the fall, we started talking about the fact that we were going to offer some new membership classes and give people the opportunity to say yes to taking the next step in their both relationship with Jesus and in their relationship with the local church, i.e. with every one of you. Before we go any further, let me just say this. Being a member in the life of the church means a few things. It means that you have declared first and foremost that Jesus Christ is the Lord of your life. Secondarily, it means that you are making a commitment to the folks around you. You're inviting them into deep-seated relationship with you in which there's both accountability and encouragement. And finally, it means that you are saying yes to the charge that comes from this church to go forward with the good news of the gospel in this community to the end from there to the ends of the earth. So what you're about to see are, are nine folks who are going to come up to the front and join me. And during that time, you'll see, some, some, uh, you'll, you'll see the membership questions pop up on the screen. And we're going to go through the membership questions together. And they'll recite their responses to those questions. After that, congregation, I have questions for you. And, and at that point, you'll be able to as well, oh, I hope you can see those. At that point, you'll be able to as well answer some questions for us. And then at the very end of that, we're going to affirm what we believe through our Apostles' Creed. When that's over, I would like to encourage you to prepare your hands now because I am anticipating the loudest ovation that we've heard since the last time we've done this. Amen? Okay, all right, get your minds and your hands ready for that. If you are a part of the new membership class, come on up and join me here. See, they're warming their hands up. They're warming their hands up. See that? You guys can stand right up there. I'll stand out here with the congregation. All right, so friends, at this point, through the... Uh, after meeting with the elders, after going through our classes and understanding a little bit more about who we are as a church, and having been with us for a season already, I have these questions for you. And in full disclosure, these folks have already answered these questions before the elders. And so this is their first chance to proclaim the truth of those answers to every one of you as they go forward displaying the gospel. So friends, I'm going to ask you one, two, three, four, five questions. And as, you, as I ask you those questions, I'll... I'll invite you to respond just resoundingly, I do. You can go back to wedding day if you want and remember as you, as you would say, if you want to prepare for wedding day, you can do that as well. You just go ahead and put these words out there. Okay, here it is. First, do you acknowledge yourselves to be sinners in the sight of God, justly deserving God's displeasure and without hope except in God's sovereign mercy? If so, I do. That's so good. Do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as the Son of God, Savior of sinners, and do you receive and depend upon Jesus alone 
for your salvation as offered through the gospel? Do you now resolve and promise in humble reliance upon the grace of the Holy Spirit that you will strive to live as followers of Christ? If so, I do. Do you promise to serve Christ in the church by supporting and participating in its service to God and its ministry to others to the best of your ability? I want you to hear these words before you respond to this last one. Do you submit yourselves to the governance of the church and the discipline of the church and promise to further its purity and peace? And before you respond to that, I want to acknowledge that when you say yes to this, you're inviting these hundred people to look at your life. You're inviting these 100 people to say, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. How you doing? You're inviting them to ask you, how's your reading going? How's your prayer going? You're inviting the, the, the leaders up from the front to prepare each week to lead us in worship, to be thinking about you as they prepare songs, and they think, how can I help people connect to the Lord in song? So when you say yes to this, when you say I do, furthering the purity and the peace is a deep commitment to saying, I'm going to be relational with all of these folks. I hope that doesn't change your mind. But I hope you fully understand what you're about to say yes to. So friends, I'll read it one more time. Do you submit yourselves to the government and the discipline of the church and promise to further its purity and peace? If so, I do. Now church, they've already said their part. They've already made their commitment. And for those of you who this is church home, I want to ask you, will you make your commitment today? Christ has called us to spread the good news to all people and to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in his name. These, our sisters and brothers, have heard Christ's call and wish to join us in this Christ church. Do you, the members of this church, promise to love them, to support them, to share their joys and their sorrows with them and nurture them. If so, you can see the words on the screen. We promise to love, Do you promise to accept them into this church of Christ, respect their opinions and assist them as they seek to grow in Christ. Church, I'll ask you all to stand to your feet. The decision that they have made to join the church and the decision that you have made to say, yes, you will walk with them is one that is encouraging to all of us and it's also one that we need to hold tightly to. So friends, I'm going to seal this moment with a prayer. And at the end of that, together, we're going to recite the Apostles' Creed. It'll be on the screen to help you out. We're going to recite the Apostles' Creed. And when we recite that Apostles' Creed, we're declaring these truths. And we're saying these are truths that bind us together, even though we walk from different places. Let's pray together. God, we recognize that you are doing something. 
you continue to gather your people together, you continue to send forth the good news, you inspire people to, to yield to, to your lordship. God, I pray that you would seal this moment. I pray that these women and men behind me would know that they are loved already by you and already by the local church. I pray that the local church would know that we are better already because they are present, because where your people are, God, you're there. And so, Lord God, we're meeting you in this space because we're amongst believers. And these folks haven't declared their faith in Jesus Christ and saying, I want to put roots down here in Roxborough. God, you're going to do something on this block. You're going to do something beyond this block. You're going you're, you're to win the ridge. God, I believe that. And you're going to continue to do it through men and women like those who gather here in this place and those who are joining in. So, Lord God, we stand with the church from the last 2,000 years and with the church that will come after us. And we declare truths that we hold on to. We cling to these things intentionally. Do we not lose sight of the gospel? Do we not lose sight of the call to be the body of Christ? And so these words have been encouraging the church for hundreds and hundreds of years. And today, with, with a sense of renewed purpose and passion, we declare this creed together. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and he sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's hear that ovation. Here it is. Here it is. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. You've got a part here now. We're ready for you, and we are excited that the body of Christ continues to grow. Come on, church. Let's celebrate God.
God, we, uh, we just give you this, this time, Lord, as we, as we reflect on your love for us, as we reflect on how you made a way for us through Jesus. Lord, we just, we're just in awe of you and what you've done. Lord, let this be a reminder of, your, of the hope we have in you, the peace we have, and the love and the joy we have through Jesus, and that he came and he's coming back again. It's all in Jesus' name. sent one. 
as Zacharias stood in the Holy of Holies that day, preparing to offer the sacrifices for the people, an angel appeared to him with a message from God. Fear not, Zachariah, your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son. You are to name him John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord his God. He is never to take wine or fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from birth. Many of the people of Israel will he bring back to the Lord their God, and he will go before the Lord to make ready a people. But when Zechariah heard Gabriel's words, his first reaction was not hope, it was doubt. He asked the angel, but how can this be? I am an old man. The angel responded, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. Elizabeth did become pregnant, and Zechariah found himself wholeheartedly living in hope in confident expectation that God will give him a son and that the long-awaited Messiah was soon to follow. Today we too can live with Zachariah's hope. We can live with the certainty and the confident expectation that Christ not only came to this world as a baby so long ago, but he will return and everything that God has promised will come true. What hope? Be thou our comforter 
Son of God came down and laid aside his crown. Born without grave, renowned this sovereign one. All holiness and might, all glory shining bright, have come to earth this night in Mary's Son. Oh, come, let us adore, oh, Christ the Lord, our hope and Savior, Son of God, yet made like us, oh, Christ the Lord, our King adored, born a child, our Lord. So small, asleep in cattle stall, come to redeem our fault, nail to a tree. This tiny helpless child, who death would reconcile, the holy God and while his grace is so free.
sorrow over and you rest with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring to succeed you. I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build a house for me, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. God made a covenant of love with David that day, a covenant in which God promised never to take his love away from David or from his offspring. The line of David will remain on the throne of Israel forever. You see, from the line of King David would come the king of all kings. This king would save God's people, not just for a time, but forever. God's love is so much more than our own, and we celebrate that today as we remember how he sent his son, a king in heaven, to earth to be with us. What love.
delivered them and brought them back to Jerusalem. Each time they were rescued, the Israelites were joyful and rejoiced in God's love for them. But each time they soon forgot God's deliverance and turned away from God. In a cold and dirty stable in the small, unimportant town of Bethlehem, God again delivered his people. This time, however, was not just for a time, not just until the next warring nation came across the river. This time it was forever, for eternity. God sent his son to deliver his people, not just from enemies who threatened them, 
but from their sin that separated them from himself. We can imagine the joy on the faces of the shepherds as they made their way to the stable. We can also see the joy on the faces of the wise men who traveled great distances to find this new king. And we can feel the radiant joy of Simeon and Anna in the temple as they came face to face with the Savior of the world. God sent himself to us to bring us life and never-ending joy. Today, as we celebrate Advent and think of joy, let's not forget, let's remember and live each day in the knowledge and understanding of what God has done for us. We are delivered. How can we not be joyful?
and with us, a promise kept, a child. By definition, a baby is dependent on adults for everything, food, shelter, protection, and love. A baby is unable to use logic and reason. It needs constant attention. But the baby Jesus, this child created the world. This child existed before anything or anyone. This child was God. Imagine, he's the creator of the world and suddenly he feels cold and hungry. Imagine, becoming human was not a twist of fate or a punishment from a higher being. It was a choice. God chose to give up everything to become nothing. This child was a king, a king in a dirty stable wrapped in rags, but a king with a plan. This child would bring hope, not just a wish, but the confidence that God would defeat Satan and that good would win over evil. This child would bring peace even in the midst of great suffering and trials. A peace that assures his followers that he is in control even when it feels like nobody is. This child would bring love, a love that would never be taken away, a love that is beyond our understanding. And this child would bring joy, for he would deliver us. How sweet the day when Christ was born. Took human form, he came to wash our sins away, our death to die, our death to pay. Joy to the sun. 
What a gift, what a gift, what a gift they are to the body, what a gift this time of worship has been to all of us. Um, I want to quickly uh, celebrate with you uh, one more time our new members who are with us. And so I recognize when we, when we had you all up, we didn't introduce you. And so we didn't give everybody a chance to, to, to know who you are. And in just a moment, when we, when we break out of here and we head out there for our time of fellowship, our new members will be out there, and they'll be looking forward to meeting you. But I know you're going to feel like, how do I say hi to them? I don't know who they are. And so here we go. When I call your name, please stand up. Mel and Chandler Slayton. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff and Jody Gasco. Out there, out there somewhere. Teresa Keller, there she is. Yeah, 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 I'm, 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 I'm panicking. Leroy and Myra Mines, yeah. James and Tracy, yeah. That's it, celebrate them, woo! All right. I'm going to ask our new members, you go ahead and start making your way to the Welcome Center. Ask the new members to head out that way now. And while we're doing that transition, I want to, uh, you can head there now. While we're making that transition, I want to invite Marion Cooper to come up. Come on, Marion, come on. Come on up here with me. About a year and a half ago, Marion called Michelle and I and said, hey, would y'all come over to our house, come over to my house and, and eat dinner? And I thought to myself, anybody who invites you over dinner, I am in. And then we sat at her house and we talked and we, uh, we probably spent about two hours there. And what a, what a great, great blessing it was. So a, a moment that I've been treasuring and holding on to. And today is a special day. Miss Marion is celebrating her birthday today. She chose to celebrate it with us. Two weeks ago, Marion was in church with us, and she said to me, just on her own, she just walked by, and she said, I find such joy when I see all these young people in church. And uh, she was celebrating the kids that were running around and, and doing things that kids do. And, 
and then folks are a little bit older than them doing things that kids do, and then folks old like me who are doing things that kids do. It was such a gift. It was such a gift. And her, her gift of hospitality to us as a church and her warmth toward all of us and, um, and just standing the test of time as a, as a, faithful, a faithful follower of Christ and a faithful friend to this church. I want to celebrate Mary, and I want to ask us all to go ahead and stand to our feet, and we're going to sing happy birthday to Marion. Today is her day as we celebrate the Lord, but we celebrate you too, Marion. What a gift you are. Thank you. Oh, we love you too. Thank you so much. Friends, here's your quick reminders before we go from here. Number one, we will be together next Sunday in your house or wherever you're at. If you're here, you'll be alone. But we'll be wherever you are. We've got an amazing service of worship. It's going to be up on our Facebook and our YouTube, on our on our website. Find it on all the places where you can find it. You're gonna want to you're gonna want to join in. We got friends from all over the world participating in this service next week. So come and be a part of that at your house, at your house with your family and friends. That's number one. Number two, we want to see you before then because on Friday night, Friday afternoon at 4.30, Friday afternoon at 4.30, we're going to have a time of worship together. The band will be back together. It'll be a great time. We don't want to miss Christmas Eve with us Friday at 4.30. But in case we don't see you, on behalf of Roxborough Church, our elders, our deacons, our staff, to every one of you, we wish you a Merry Christmas. God bless you. May the Lord be with you, and may we come back together in 2022 after Christmas Eve. God bless you. Have a great time and fellowship out there. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. We pray it was life-giving. To find out more about us, visit our website at roxboroughchurch.org and join us for worship on Sundays at 10.30 a.m.